Hi guys and welcome to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie. I am the host of this podcast. I am also the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. You can find me on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, thepilatesblonde.com. Today we are swine, swine diving. Nope. Swan diving into mean girls. We are going to talk about why girls are so dang mean. And I just don't understand it. And people come up to me all the time and be like, hey, so-and-so was said X, Y, and Z about you because they didn't like this or they didn't like that that they saw on your social media. And listen, it rolls off my back because here's the deal. If you don't like my social media, just unfollow me. NBD. No big deal. Okay. Let's talk about why girls are mean. Here's the thing. I think that a lot of it stems from competition and jealousy and insecurities and which is just yucky and ugly. And I think we need to respectfully and kindly call each other out on it. And I think just like be aware of it and be like, hey, where is this anger coming from when you're speaking about this person? And maybe they did wrong you. And But that conversation needs to be one of those, hi, I'm coming from a solution-based place. I want to have advice on how to have a conversation with this person to fix this issue. Then it's not shit talking, right? But if you're just speaking negatively about somebody just to speak negatively, it says more about you than it does about them. And hello, we've all been there. Like I could sit down and tell you all of the millions of ways that I've been wronged, right? But instead, I was like, you know what? Instead of, listen, I've done it. So how hypocritical would I be if I sat down and was like, these are all the ways that people were mean to me, instead of saying, here's some ways that I was mean to other people because I've done it, right? And it's not fair for me to be like, she was mean when I was probably meaner. And we'll talk about it. So I have to be honest, I didn't learn to be mean until like a mean girl until later in life. My mom wasn't and isn't somebody who's going to pick up the phone and talk shit. Um, she's not, the, she doesn't have time, quite frankly, to worry about other people are doing what other people are doing. She was staying in her own freaking lane. So I didn't realize that girls talked negatively about other girls. I also, <laughs> the setup of my neighborhood was like, it was weird. All of the boys lived on my street and all of the girls lived like around the corner. So my mom couldn't see like me walk to their house and my brothers are younger. So it was just like inconvenient for me to go play with the girls when the guys were already in my backyard. So I grew up playing capture the flag and run the bases in my backyard. I was typically the only girl out there. Um, and it was just more convenient than being like, mom, can I go to so-and-so's house? Like she would have to go. Like it was just like, oh, I don't have to ask permission to play with Josh. Right. So it was just more convenient. So I grew up hanging out with mostly guys. And then I tried all of the girl sports. I tried everything. I tried dance. I did horseback riding. I did gymnastics. Like I tried all of the girls shit. Um, and the only thing that stuck was karate. And I loved it. So here's how it in my house, it would typically go. I would play capture the flag or two hand touch, which always turned into tackle football. I would be, I would have mud in my hair and then I would get in trouble on the way to karate for having mud in my hair before karate class. Like that's just how it went. I wasn't going to ballet with like a perfect outfit. Like it's just not who I am as a person. So I didn't grow up 
around girls. And so I can't understand. Like, I learned later in life that girls are mean. And by later, I mean, like, starting in fifth grade and then probably the most in, like, seventh and eighth. And it really put a negative taste in my mouth about women. And I didn't have female friendships again until I was, like, 19. It was a long time because I just didn't trust women. And for we're mean. Like, we are so mean. And... I don't understand why we're not comfortable confronting someone who's being unkind, right? Instead of being like, this conversation's making me uncomfortable and it's inappropriate, we just let them be mean. It's just unacceptable. And this unacceptable behavior is holding all of us back as a whole because if we're not giving feedback on this behavior not being okay and this being mean being okay... We're not building each other up. Therefore, we cannot move forward. Okay, so we're going to all stop being mean. And again, I could tell you a million ways about other people wronging me. um, But instead, I'm going to tell you a story that paints me in a very, very negative light because it's a very unkind thing that I did. So I was going to a family event and I was seeing somebody that I just I don't really enjoy their company And they're not a very kind person. So I was going to wear the sweater. And this sweater was a very, very, very expensive, stupid, expensive, like four or five hundred dollar sweater. Okay. Um, I was wearing the sweater, and the person who I was seeing who's unkind was going to be at the event where I was wearing this sweater. And I was getting ready and I was getting dressed. I was in a hotel room and I had two choices and it was either to remove the tag from the shirt um, or keep it in. And in the moment, I was like, okay, if this person is unkind to me and makes me feel a certain way, insecure, hurt, whatever, I can be like, oh, something's itching me. Can you get the tag and then they would see the price of the ta- like the price tag, see how much that sweater cost and feel like shit. I literally was setting up somebody up to feel like shit. It didn't actually come into fruition, but I set it up for it to happen. Um, they weren't mean to me. Nothing happened. I had the tag in the shirt. I cut it out when I got home. But how ugly is that? Color me ugly, guys. Um, Yeah, that's an honest story. It's a true story. It happened. I set somebody up to be super duper uncomfortable and super insecure. And that is my truth. I'm speaking from a place of humbleness, humility, humiliation. Um, It's not nice. And I'm calling myself out on it. Like, why on earth did I think that that was acceptable behavior? Why did I feel the need instead of when that person was, I was fearful that that person was going to come at me and be unkind and they weren't. Um, And instead of approaching the situation as if they're unkind, meet them with kindness, I was going to kick them in a place, in an arena that they can't stand in, right? Um, And I didn't fucking pay for the sweater, if we're being honest, Um, I was literally 15 and didn't have $500 for a stupid sweater. And no sweater should be $500 if we're being honest. Like, I want to kick myself in the teeth for even whatever. Um, 
ADD. She always, she always sneaks in. Um, so instead of being like, okay, if this person comes at me with their typical behavior, I should shut down the situation and meet them with kindness. Instead, I was going to meet them with an aggressive bitch slap of just yucky ugliness. And I did that. And that's true. And that's my truth. And that's the truth. Um, And so why do we do that, right? Why are we surrounding ourselves with people who, A, make us feel like we need to do things like that? Or B, like be the subject of the meanness or witness other people be mean and not call them out on their shit. We're doing it, guys. We're calling other people out, not in a mean way, in a kind way. And if somebody is saying something, be like, where is this coming from? Could we spin it to a positive light? Do you need to vent about the situation and do you need a solution to your problem? And just flip the conversation. If you're super duper uncomfortable, walk away from it. Just walk away from the negativity because you also don't want to be in a position where you know that somebody was saying poor, speaking poorly about somebody else and now it's uncomfortable because do you tell that person if it's your friend? I had somebody come up to me this week and say, hey, this was said about you behind your back and I just need you to know it because you think that this person is your friend. And I was just like, thank you so much for telling me. And the issues that they were speaking about aren't Katie issues. They're them issues, which is totally fine. Everybody has their own baggage and their own noise. But the thing that I'm upset about is not that somebody was talking poorly about me. It's that they put somebody else in my life in an uncomfortable situation to feel the need to break trust with one friend or the other. Um, and I don't love that. That's awful. Like, why are we putting people in that position? Why are we speaking negatively about somebody? We're going to stop it right here. Okay. And then I was doing a little bit of research and I was like, okay, so why do we do this? Like, and it all stems from insecurities and jealousy. And here's the other thing. We'd rather be accepted over our self-worth, right? We'd rather be accepted into a group of mean girls than stand up for our own self-worth. I hate that about us, but we're doing it, right? Because we women are pack animals. We don't even pee by ourselves, um, which is not true. Like, I like to pee alone. I prefer to pee alone. Um, but like, as a general overstatement, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't know. When you generalize a group of people, Stereotype, stereotype. She found it. (sighs) Sometimes I just worry about myself. Anyway, we, it's a stereotype that women pee in groups, right? We move in packs and being mean typically comes from that pack mentality and we want to stay in the pack and talking about other people is natural. It's like a human tendency, but let's just speak from a place of kindness, right? (sighs) And we, let's get rid of the competition. We've talked about the competition last week. This is Thursday by the time you're listening to this or after. Um, so last Monday or Tuesday, I posted um, the competition fictional narrative nonsense. Mean girls come from that whole competition. And here's the deal. When you're competing in the Olympics, there's only one first place winner. In life, The podium can be as wide as we need it to be. And let's pick other people up into that first place, like podium, like there's so much room at the top, right? 
And if we're continuously kicking other people down to try and get to the top, no one else is going to lift us up. If you are the person who is constantly kicking people, stepping on them to get to the top, no one is going to lift you up, right? It's going to be, oh God, I hate that I'm taking it to this place and it's a really sad place. But remember when Scar was there and Mufasa and Scar just like let him go? You don't want to be Mufasa. You don't want to fall off the cliff, okay? So be a leader. Invite everyone at the top. Pick everybody up. Don't let somebody be a Mufasa and let them die in front of their son. I just took it to a terrible, terrible place. Okay, guys, I think I'm done with this one. Um, I'm on vacation, but slide in my DMs. Let me know what you guys are thinking. I don't know if I have cell phone service because this is a week and a half out after I recorded this. Um, I'm probably hiking or doing something outdoorsy or maybe I'm napping. I don't even know. Um, Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what's happening. I miss you. Make good choices. Look both ways. Be kind.